Hello and welcome to Author to Author. I am your host Jasveer and in this episode I am in conversation with Ashley Alvarez. She is the author of the Heroes of Everything series. We're going to talk about book publishing, we're going to talk about marketing and we'll also talk about book editing. Ashley, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Ashley, thank you so much for taking time out to be with us on the podcast. Uh, please tell the listeners something about your life, about uh, how you became an author. Yeah, um, so I'm Ashley Alvarez. I'm out here in Palm Springs, California in the U.S. Um, and I am a writer. I've been a writer since I was a kid. I started writing music, actually. Uh, so that's where it started for me. One of my dad's best friends was a music producer. So he gave me his first keyboard and he just challenged me to make a beat and, and you know, write some lyrics to go with it. And I did. And I loved the process of kind of being able to tell stories with music. Uh, I don't work with music anymore. Uh, you know, as I grew older, I started transitioning to poetry, to short stories. And now I'm working on my first novel, um, a part of, you know, the Heroes of Everything series. The first book is Half the Battle. Um, so, yeah. And besides writing, I'm also a developmental editor for a company called New, uh, Creator Institute, where I help other authors also develop their first draft manuscripts. Um, and I also help them just in general find uh, publishers um, and kind of put their book together and ready for publishing. Right. Super. Uh, tell us something about the Heroes of Everything. Uh, tell us about the book. Yeah, so the first book of the Heroes of Everything series, it's called Half the Battle. Uh, and that book is about a young protagonist. She's in high school. She's a young basketball player and she lost her parents almost a year ago in a car accident. Uh, so we're seeing her in the middle of a league championship and this championship means everything to her because her mother uh, years ago when she was you know, at that same high school, she won a championship. So the protagonist, Thora, she feels like she needs to continue her mother's legacy. She also promised, you know, that she would she would win that championship for her. So now that her mother is gone, that promise to her feels more important than ever to keep. Uh, so we, we see her grapple with that um, while, you know, also in the middle of, of grieving. Um, and then, of course, we also see, uh, you know, the rest of her family uh, kind of also go through their own grieving processes. Um, and that kind of thing. So I touch on a lot of topics that, that have to do with mental health and athletes, um, as well as, you know, like things like eating disorders, body image, and that kind of thing that athletes usually struggle with. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm going with half the battle. It sounds really promising. I look forward to it because uh, I've been an athlete throughout my life. I've been a mountaineer. So, uh, you know, any any book which is about athletes is really uh, interesting for me. So I, I look forward to it. Uh, yeah, all the best you. for your first project. Right. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Right. So Ashley, you said that you've been writing for a long time and you started with songwriting earlier. So, you know, when I talk about writing in general, what does it mean to you? And what is the overall impact of writing on you as a person? Uh, you know, writing is really special to me because it's my way of connecting with other people. It's my way of kind of taking what I'm going through in life and, and trying to understand it through the writing process of telling stories or even just some, something simple as journaling. Um, but it's again, it's also my way to connect with other people. So when I write something and I put it out there, uh, that's kind of me hoping uh, that, you know, somebody else is going through it and I'm not alone. Um, which, you know, is typically the, the case, you know, when we, we share what we're going through. Uh, so that's kind of what it's like for me and why it, it means a lot. Um, 
it's just really how I connect with other people. Right. And, and you said something about journaling. Uh, you know, this is what I've heard a lot. Uh, many authors started with journaling and then finally they ventured into writing. So do you think journaling is, is something that really works for aspiring authors? You know, I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's definitely a trend, I know a lot of, you know, my other writing friends are also journal. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely a good transition to, you know, writing what you're going through in real life and kind of making room and space for creativity as well when you do sit down to write like a story or a novel or a poem. Um, so, yeah, I think they're they're definitely one and the same and can lead into one another. Right. Super. So what was your inspiration of writing when you initially started and uh, now that you are going to be a published author, has it changed somehow or is it same? I think it remains the same. Yeah, I, at least I would like to write. I, I try to remind myself about that initial inspiration for my writing um, all the time. I try to think of, you know, that young girl who was writing, you know, songs and kind of trying to take on the role that way with writing. Um, and now that I'm becoming a published author, I guess thinking about that and where it started definitely helps keep me grounded and kind of is that reminder of, you know, why I'm doing this in the first place, because, you know, publishing and writing a book can seem very intimidating. Um, and I think sharing your work is a vulnerable thing to to do. Um, so, yeah, just going back to that initial inspiration, it, it, it's the same all around. Yeah, uh, let's talk about that feeling. You know, you uh, there are a lot of apprehensions with aspiring authors, you know. A uh, lot of uh, fear factor, should it be published or not? Is it worthy to become a book or not? Did you also go through those kind of apprehensions when you were sort of writing this book? Yes, definitely. Very, very often. I'm still even going through that now while it's, you know, in the revisions phase and getting designed. And, you know, I have all these people, you know, even pre-ordering and supporting me. Uh, I do definitely still have that doubt in mind and almost feeling like the imposter syndrome, right, of thinking maybe I'm not the right person to write this book. Maybe, you know, I'm not that great of a writer. Um, but I think that, you know, these stories that we have, are just so important, right, to share with other people, again, in hopes that somebody else going through it will kind of find, um, you know, uh, like comfort in, in the fact that there's like this existing story that can represent what they're going through and kind of help guide them. Um, so again, that's kind of just my reminder and how I move past that, like, you know, feeling very nervous about sharing my writing, but it is something that I go through. It's something I go through with writing. It's something I think I go through with pretty much everything. Um, but I think that that's really just the part of the process of taking risk. Um, so yeah, it's definitely something to keep on fighting. Absolutely. You know, that is the part of uh, taking a leap of faith. You are nervous about the uncertainty, but trust me, Ashley, when you have your book in your hand, the first time when you, <laughs> when you, when you will have the hard copy in your hand, everything is going to change. You'll be proud of yourself. Trust me. Uh, and, yeah. And, like I said, it seems like a very good read. Uh, readers are also going to enjoy it, right? Yeah. Uh, your book is not out, but uh, I'm sure you have some favorite lines from the story. So please read a few of the favorite lines for the listeners. Favorite lines. Okay, let's see. Um, I have a, a longer excerpt and a, and a shorter excerpt. I'm not sure how lengthy we should go. Up to you. Okay. This is your platform. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Okay, gotcha. So I have this excerpt I, I prepared for this meeting I'd like to read. Um, I, I think it reveals more about the character than anything else. Um, so yeah, here it is. There were two things I couldn't enjoy anymore after my parents died. The silence of the locker room as we all laced up our basketball shoes before a game. 
and hearing Coach Hugo's prep talk where he'd say something like, leave all you got on the court like it's the last game you'll ever play because it damn near could be. To be honest, I didn't give a shit about the last game I'd play, and I didn't care to use that as motivation, at least not anymore. I needed to get out there and show everyone that I'm okay. I'm sick of the sorry looks I get from the other parents and the suffocating hugs. It bothered me most when people would say something like, I can't even imagine, as if it's never going to happen to them. Today was the first game of the league playoffs. Lucky for us, we were the last seed, aka the team that barely made the playoffs, so that meant we'd play the number one team, and whoever made up this whole system can really go to hell. We're up against the Lugnick Thunders at our home court, which is supposed to be an advantage, but honestly, I wish we were playing anywhere but here. Those are powerful lines. I would surely <laughs> love you. to read the book that it is out. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you. Ashley, let's talk about your writing process. What is the most difficult part of your writing process? If you look at, you know, from start to end, what is the most difficult part of your process? Um, I think with this book in particular, just writing the uh, more emotional parts of, you know, what an athlete can struggle with mentally, a lot of it is real and based on, you know, something that I went through or something that I've seen somebody else go through. So that was definitely a hard part of the entire writing process of this particular book. Um, but then, of course, as we talked about before, like the whole, um, you know, feeling uncomfortable with the uncertainty, thinking of the reader, um, are they going to like it? Is this the right way to kind of say it and frame it in the book? Um, so, yeah, I think those are the, the two most, um, most difficult things I faced. Okay. And, and going deeper into the process, what comes to your first, the plot or the characters? Oh, for me, it's the characters. I, I have to understand who the characters are and kind of get to know them better, just so I'm motivated to write the plot. Um, so that that's what the process was like for me. I actually made a character map before I started writing, but I did not make a plot map. I didn't really outline. I just needed to figure out who the characters were and get a better sense of um, who they could be before I started writing, you know, what they would do. Right. But actually, this book is sort of an inspiration from your own life's events, right? So you had the characters in mind. Uh, but is that how, uh, you know, if you, let's say, start a fiction book, is that how you will come up with the, that book as well? Characters first and then the plot later? Yeah, I think that's what I would do. I really love the idea of discovery and writing. Um, I really just like the freedom to kind of be able to sit, you know, at my, my my desktop, you know, and just start writing and let the story go wherever rather than having this very, I feel restricted with outlines and, and plot maps and figuring out the plot. Um, just in case I, I change my mind, I want that to be okay. Um, so yeah, it's, it's always characters first for me. Right, wonderful. And how did you come up with the title of the book? It's very interesting, the heroes of everything. Uh, so how did you come up with the title of the book? Yeah, so for, for the series, The Heroes of Everything, I started writing a completely different book. Um, I was writing it, you know, in the middle of the, the pandemic here in the U.S. We were like mid-shutdown. Um, and I, I just wanted to have some fun and, and start writing. So I started with, you know, same thing with athletes, but they were much younger. They were kids. And I wanted something, you know, cool to be in. I wanted to talk about magic and kind of explore different magic systems because I've never done that before. Uh, so I started writing about these athletes who had magic and super abilities. And so because of that, because they had superpowers, I wanted to call them heroes. Um, and then, you know, I, I realized as I was making character maps and figuring out who they were, what their superpowers were, I had figured out they're all heroes of something, but together they're heroes of everything. Uh, so that's kind of how it happened for me. Of course, the characters and the, the plot completely changed since then, but 
um, that's kind of where the initial idea came from. Right. And and which part of the book did you have the hardest time writing? Um, the middle. There's a, a a scene in there where I write something that I went through that wasn't easy to kind of reaccount in my mind. Um, it was you know the one of the characters has like a panic attack. So kind of going back to that earlier memory of experiencing that one thing, uh, it was it was very different, difficult, you know, to write and to remember and to kind of feel again to to get it on paper. Right, and, and you know, the story is a combination of various emotions, right? So, what suggestions would you give to aspiring authors when it comes to portraying emotions through words in their book? Of course, the the classic write what you know. You know, don't be afraid to share your own experiences. Don't be afraid to also ask people what their experiences were. A big part of writing my book uh, was I, sure I wanted to share the experiences that I had, but I also talked to a lot of athletes I grew up with um, that were also in the mental health field now. Um, so I kind of got a collection of a bunch of different stories and experiences and and I really, really listened to these people. Um, so definitely don't be afraid to reach out to others as well and, and you know, just write, write what you know, write what you feel. Um, I, I think that's really the best advice. And, uh, you know, you've already been in the publishing industry for a long time and now you're on the other side, uh, being an author you're dealing with the publishing industry as a client, right? So what's your favorite and what's your least favorite part of publishing? Oh, that's a really great question. My favorite, of course, has to be just writing the book. I think just sitting down and alone, you know, and, and just writing and being in my own head, creating this own thing by myself. Um, so far, my least favorite has to do with marketing. I think a lot of authors might say that though. Um, you know, working with a hybrid publisher, you do have to partially self-market. Um, so that's kind of been difficult to do. It's just intimidating to kind of put yourself out there with this book that you created um, and, and, you know, share such vulnerable things. Again, writing to me is just so vulnerable. Um, so yeah, that that's definitely been difficult. Right. You know, uh, most aspiring authors are kind of lost in the market. Should I go for self-publishing? Should I go for traditional publishing? But, you know, being close to the publishing industry, did it make your job a bit easier? You know, you didn't have to go through that sort of panicky situation wherein the author authors are completely lost. Did, did it somehow help you being close to the yeah. publishing industry? For sure. Yeah, it definitely helped me. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It, you know, working very closely with the hybrid publisher, I think I already had direction. It wasn't really a question of, I, I you're right, I didn't have to question, am I going to self-publish? Am I going to go with the traditional? Um, so kind of meeting somewhere in the middle for me worked out perfectly. Um, but I definitely do understand, you know, the things that, especially nowadays, you know, self-authors or self-published authors, um, they're definitely emerging and, you know, they're, they're actually becoming very successful, but I know it's a very hard thing to do. Um, so yeah, I, I, that is amazing. It's incredible to see what a lot of them are doing. Um, but mm -hmm. again, I'm grateful that I had, you know, the publisher I'm working with kind of be open to take me on. Beautiful. And this is kind of a fun question and a uh, few authors like it, few don't like it. But hypothetically, if your book were to be made into a movie, which actors do, would play your character? So you are the casting director, pick up the actors. 
Oh gosh. Okay. So I'm not great with <laughs> actors, but one person that I would absolutely love to play Thora Martinez, my protagonist, um, is, is Jenna Ortega. She is a younger actress. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but for everyone else, you know, she played uh, in the Netflix show called You, um, which was a, a big hit. Uh, so she's a younger sister there. Um, but yeah, I think she would be absolutely perfect for that. Wow, wonderful. So uh, like you said that this is going to be a book series. So are, uh, you know, the, the story, is the story going to continue? The character is going to continue in the future books? Or the, you know, sort of sequels are going to be totally different books? Yeah, the sequels would be totally different books. For the Heroes of Everything series, I really want to cover a lot of crowns. So each book will be a different athlete going through a very different thing in a different sport, in a different situation, uh, but still center around the themes of sports and mental health. Right. And, uh, you know, they say that writing space is very important for the authors. So what is, you know, what are those few things that you need in your writing space to stay focused? So I absolutely don't need anything on my desk except for a stack of books. I actually have a stack of books right now. I have multiple. I think I have three different stacks going on of just books. That's more than enough inspiration that I need. Uh, usually just looking at them and again, imagining, as you said, like my own paperback and my own, this thing that I'm working on actually, you know, being in my hands is enough inspiration. Uh, but there are sometimes where I'll just flip open a page and start reading and uh, that'll inspire me, of course, to start writing as well. Right. Wonderful. And which writers have inspired you? You know, who does Ashley read when she's actually not writing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read actually, I read very different authors. I read from fiction to nonfiction to memoirs. Um, I think, of course, Stephen King, I read him longer. I started reading Stephen King when I was a kid, um, way more, way, way earlier than I was supposed to. Um, so he's definitely a big inspiration. But lately for this book, Half the Battle, I've been looking a lot at Adam Silvera's uh, books. He's the author of They Both Die at the End. And I just absolutely love his writing style. I think he's very witty, which is a difficult thing to, to pull off, but he seems to do it naturally. Um, so I think he's the biggest inspiration in my writing style for this book. Wonderful. Yeah, I love Stephen uh, Stephen King because he's the master storyteller. He's the master of suspense, horror. I've uh, grown up reading his books, watching his movies. There's so much to learn from him. And I follow his masterclass. I especially love the masterclass online. Um, so he's yeah. one author that even I look up to. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, what do you do when you're not writing or reading? Tell our uh, you know listeners about that, about your hobbies. What do you do? Oh, so outside of the book world, I love hiking. I know that probably sounds weird to a lot of people, but I, I absolutely love it. I love, you know, going, trying new trials and kind of going through the roughness of it. But the views at the end are always, you know, the best um, and definitely worth it. So I, I hike, li love listening to music, long drives, uh, of course, visiting the beach as much as I can since I live in Southern California. Um, so that's an option for me. Um, but yeah, really just traveling. Uh, looking at other things, getting my headspace away from books, away from technology as well. Right. And, uh, you know, people say that writing requires a lot of discipline. So how often do you write? Are you a very disciplined author? Um, yeah, when I want to be. Um, 
I definitely write every day though. I'm more of a habit writer just because if I don't write for a day, I tend to kind of lose touch with the story or with the characters. And I don't think that I can quite afford that. Um, so yeah, I try to write every day. It depends on what time. I'm usually a night writer, but there are weird times where I'll wake up and I just really, really want to write. So I will do that. Uh, but for the most part, you know, I'm, I'm pretty disciplined, I think, so long as I uh, continue with the habit of writing. Wonderful. And, and tell us something about... Uh editing from the point of view of an author, what should authors do, you know, uh, to make the editor's life easy, uh, so to speak? So what are some of the tips that you would want to share with young and aspiring authors? That's a great question. Again, going back to my initial idea of, of, you know, writing what you know, but also really just getting down all the words on the page as an editor, what I see from first time authors is they, they tend to hold back a lot um, and kind of just assume that that readers will know what they're talking about, but really we have no idea. Um, so that seems to be a common trend with first time authors is they, they don't go too much into detail, too much into depth with what they want to say. Um, so I always think and I always tell my authors that more words and more detail are better than not enough. It's always easier to remove, I think, than to add, especially when you start getting into the entire publishing process and revising your first manuscript. Um, it's always better to have more than less. So keep on writing, go into detail, don't assume that the reader will know what you're talking about. Explain more than you think you need to. Right. And and here's a very generic question, uh, you know, uh, from young and aspiring authors, you know, they're very passionate about their manuscript, first manuscript. At times, uh, you know, because I run a publishing house in India, so there is a lot of conflict with the editor in terms of the direction of the story. They're very particular about that. So what do you have to say about that from the point of view of an editor? Should they go with what the editor is saying or should they go with what they think is best for the story? That's a great question. I think if you're working with an editor, definitely consider what they're saying. I tell my, my authors that all the time, that everything that I'm saying, all the advice, all the feedback I'm giving are just suggestions to take it with a salt of grain, um, you know, and make the edits that you think you need to. But, you know, I think that the best thing I can say is at least consider what your editor is saying. Um, you do not have to exactly follow their feedback, sure, because it is your book and you know the story more than they do. And editors you know, should respect that. I, I certainly do as an editor, at least in my experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say listen, listen partially for sure. I think it should be from both the sides. You should listen yeah. to the mm -hmm. editor for suggestions. If you think it's good for the story, go with it. Otherwise, don't go with it. <laughs> That's up to them, right? Yeah, of course, of course. Okay, uh, so as an author, what is your suggestion to the young and aspiring authors who are sort of looking to venture into creative writing? Yeah, I think it's a really special thing to be a writer. I think if you're, you know, if you're called to write a book, uh, to do it, if you're called to write a story, then do it. Um, I think oftentimes people kind of think it's a pipe dream to, or it's not, it's not uh, possible to be somebody who writes a book and publishes it. I was there, I promise. Um, but, you know, if you're called to write, then write, even if that just means, you know, filling your journal with poems, uh, or if it means for you submitting it to, you know, a publishing team, by all means do it, go with your heart and your feeling. I think writing is one of those things that's, you know, emotional and, and you know, you feel it. So go with your gut. Um, when it's time to share, then, you know, definitely share it. But yeah, don't be afraid to write. Right. And how important do you think is test reading or beta reading? 
Oh, I think it's really important. Yeah, I mean, I, I at least in my experience, I love beta readers. I love editors as much as people who want to read my book. I would allow them to. I, I want as much eyes as I, I possibly could have from different backgrounds, different professional, you know, experiences. Um, but that's just my personal experience. I know a lot of other authors are not very open to a lot of beta readers. But for me, I, I really just like the variety of feedback I could get, especially on a first draft. I'm definitely somebody who loves getting feedback and criticism. I'm very comfortable with it, thankfully. Um, but yeah, I'm all for beta readers. Great. Ashley, thank you so much for uh, taking time out for this wonderful conversation. I really enjoyed it. And I hope the listeners can learn a lot from the tips that you've shared about editing and writing. Thank you for having me. Ashley, please tell our listeners, how can they get in touch with you in case uh, they are looking for some assistance? Yeah, so I am available on Instagram. That's the best way to reach me. My ad is a.m.alvarez underscore author. Um, so yeah, that's the best place to contact me. Right, great. Thank you so much, Ashley. Uh, so guys, okay. that was Ashley Alvarez for you. I'll be back with another episode shortly. Till that time, take care and have a great day. Thank you.